Welcome to episode 21 of the Safi Pod. I can't tell you how lucky I feel to be able to keep interviewing these amazing individuals, and I hope that you're all enjoying it as much as I am. This week, I got to sit down with Trix Vivier, Known for her work in Afrikaans television shows such as Sterlopers and Waterfront, she can currently be seen playing the dynamic wildlife tracker Flee von Jarsveld in the series Trackers, based on Dion Mayer's crime novel of the same name. We talk through her journey to where she is today, starting in dance and theatre, working her way through the industry from children's theatre to hit TV shows. She has put the time in and is always focused on what she can do to be the best actor she can be useful puzzle piece in the greater scheme of movie making, never getting swept up in past successes or failures. This whole interview is filled with great advice for both life and work, the importance of finding balance and surrounding yourself with the things and the people that ground you. You can find Trix on Instagram and Facebook at Trix Vivier, that's at T-R-I-X-V-I-V-I-E-R. So give her a follow and see more of the amazing projects she has coming up. joined today by Trix Vivier. Say hello, Trix. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Laughing <laughs> because we probably had a half an hour conversation before starting and I have to keep saying, stop it. We're going to put that on the podcast because Save it for <laughs> later. we're getting sucked into some awesome conversations just about acting and work and training and moving in Cape Town and Joburg and all of the above. And those are things that I want to share about on the podcast because mm. sharing of information We'll make everyone better and we'll give everyone the chances. This is so necessary. Oh yeah. I wish, I wish people, <laughs> I mean, when I, we just chatted about this yeah. now, but <laughs> when I first came to Cape Town, I really felt such a huge sense of isolation because yeah. I didn't, I wasn't privy to the necessary data regarding the industry and how it works here because it's, as yeah. you know, very different from Johannesburg. Oh, hundreds. And when you come here, every, all the, protocols all the the ways of contacting directors and producers everything is different yeah and everyone who's here knows it and they just assume you do yes and if you don't they're like mm. and then you've got to try to find all these pieces of information and Somehow. find your yeah find your click and find the people that are happy to share and yes it's a weird a but weird, without yeah. coming across to yeah too motivated and yeah. too proactive yeah. and too pushy because yeah. that apparently is also. well received <laughs> in Johannesburg, but yeah. in Cape Town, it's quite unattractive. That's I've been so told. Nice. That's an interesting. I didn't yeah. realize that comparison. I've got a, a like a head girl complex. So <laughs> I, I'm extremely You're proactive. Like, I will get the job. Okay. Yeah. Hi, what must I do? Mm. And then, like, and then please like, see me. No. Please see me. Please can I audition for you? Please. Yeah. I, here's my CV. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah. But there's also yeah. strategic pressing. You've got to got to stay in their zone. You've got yeah. to stay in their mind, and you've got to keep reminding them you exist. Yeah. But in mm. a, like a oh hey, I just updated my show reel. Just wanted to reach mm. out and see mm. if I could get any yeah. any feedback. And yeah. then all the casting directors have your show reel. Exactly. <laughs> but I think mine mine was more fueled by like not having trust in the body of work that I had already produced. Mm. So But then um, you're going in there with that mindset of like ah, to, yes, South so African. I'm so I, sorry, um, but Yeah. A casting yeah. director said to me, I think it was a year or two maybe a year ago, it was before we started shooting on the trackers. 
and she said you have to trust that you are top of mind yeah because not only are you on television at the moment you are also yeah. in on the front cover of a magazine you've got to ride that wave you've, you've got, got to... media going so trust in the work that you currently have and trust in the, in the cycle it's, and that's enough so you are top of mind and yeah. the only reason why people are not contacting you is because the roles that are going around yeah are just not right for you it's not it's not that people have forgotten about you it's just that you don't fit into the slots that are available yes. and, and that's associated with like having confidence and trust that what you have done and what you are doing yep. is sufficient so yes th- yeah so that's, that's actually so just the, like the mind shift that i had to make that's actually a really, really good way to put it but then yeah. so backtrack the first thing i officially uh, ever ask people who yes. come on my podcast is so tricks yes. what is it that you do in the south african film industry oh if I <laughs> the first question, i'm already like okay um what do i do so i am an actor actress i prefer actor i'm an mm. actor neutral i work as an actor yeah. yeah i'm this year um my sister and i have started a little production company yes. your sister is also an actress yes yeah leah yeah That's so cool. and because we we both have very strong theater backgrounds yeah. everybody comes from somewhere yeah but um and we decided she's moved to cape town and we decided awesome. we wanted to do something together and so for the first time this year i'm producing a theater play and we are in oh, the cool. process of um, applying for afrikaans theater festivals like wordfears um, and then after that we will try and have a run at um the few guard yeah. <laughs> or um, i think uh, alexander bar has kind of changed the, yeah you know, they, they've had quite a shift in the kind of productions that they attract but um, so I'm producing for the first time this That's year, cool. and then last year I wrote my first short film. Wow. But um, I apply, I sent it through to the Silver Scadam Fears, and I, I didn't mm. get accepted. But that's also a journey. A oh, hundred. But so yeah, I'm I'm an actor, and I think this year I'll venture a little bit more. Well, I am venturing into producing, and then and I writing think a bit. writing. Mm. Um, and then when as I get older, I think I'll start looking at directing and. Amazing. I used to choreograph a lot. Yes, um, because, because you I, are I theatre stopped. trained. Yes, that's yes. your that's your baseline. Yes, and I danced professionally for a very long time okay, as well, cool. whilst auditioning. <laughs> so good, um, we got to do my But dance. so the reason why I'm interested in directing is because I choreographed a lot. I worked with kids a lot and with young adults, and I loved, I love, I love because choreography is essentially directing and yep. putting together. The creative process exactly and mm-hmm. i i was really attracted to that but i think timing is everything and i, I think it's really important to wait for a pull towards mm-hmm. something before you pursue it purely for the sake of pursuing it yeah it's like if 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 you're gonna create your own work which by the way <laughs> is much more difficult than just it's it's a very fancy thing to oh, say you know? it's, it's don't just, wait yeah. create but like yeah. cool you and know there's funding the, the things your, your parents ask you is why aren't you on that soap opera yet and you're like I, that's yeah. that's not in my control yeah. and then why don't you just make your own yeah. make your own stuff and you're yeah. like cool I, I get you yeah. yes but, but it's i think much more complicated than me just taking yeah. my iphone and making a movie yeah and also, it, it's got to come from the right place. Mm. Like, the catalyst for you to create your own work has got to yeah. be... I'm not saying there's a right and a wrong, but <laughs> if you are creating your own work purely because you want to see yourself on screen, yeah. 
I get that some people want to gain experience, but do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, then, but then you have to because want you to want the experience and you want to tell a cool story and it's not just so that a casting director will see me. Yes. It's got to be yes. like, okay, a casting yeah. director might see me after seeing that short that I created, but, but yeah. that short was because I wanted to tell a story and I wanted to give myself the experience of creating yeah. a character and pushing it through and do it for you. Yeah. And then the, because the, the work, side is that the work won't mm. be uh, authentic. It won't yes. be truthful. It, it probably won't be about a subject matter that, that you really care about. And mm-hmm. it's got to be all three for when a casting director sees you, that there's substance yeah. and that there's flesh and that you are portraying a character or a role that you can offer something um, in a way that people see your essence because yeah. it's 2020 and, you know, it, it, you're not just going to get cast on looks. Like, you have to... You have, what are you bringing to the table? Like, yeah. what, what, what differentiate you from the girl next to you or yeah. the girl behind you or like do, what do you are know you what I mean? bringing to that yeah. character because it's it's i mean i, I recently yeah. did a workshop and the idea is that the character is on the page and exists and the only difference is your baseline as as a person and an actor is what you bring to that character because mm-hmm. it'll always be the same character yeah. but with the the, the essence of yeah. you underneath it yeah. and that's what goes oh that she's yeah. the character she's telling the story in the way that i yeah. envisioned it yeah yeah, so Tony, I'm an yeah. actor and You're I work <laughs> so I work in TV and film. Yes. I've done oh, I am um, once moving to Cape Town, I've I, I work mostly purely TV and film yeah. and voice work for radio. Early on in my career, I have literally done everything from yep. I've worked in a bar, I've worked for a magician, I've been <laughs> Jemima Puddle Duck, Pubby Longstockings, I've done children's theatre, I've done educational theatre in places like Soweto Mamelodi, awesome. I've done corporate theatre, I've done flash mobs, I have <laughs> danced at Sun City, I've been a showgirl, nice. um, I've, I lived in Turkey for two years Jeez. dancing for a German company because I needed some savings to come back to South Africa yep. and actually pay rent while yeah, I'm you've auditioning. Got to set yourself up. Um, I've done musicals in the Seychelles for a chic <laughs> person. Those are the coolest um, jobs. But now lately I mm. I'm working in TV and film. I've done soaps. I've done You've done everything. I've done films. I've worked internationally. Yeah. I've worked and the styles yeah. you've done a lot of Afrikaans and English. Yes. Um local south african english afrikaans also yeah. international english yeah. like american yeah. stuff it's you've done soapies horror true life action comedy yeah. drama it's little bits of everything yeah, and it's very cool. i think what i i love about your kind of setup in your career is that it just shows that it's taken you that amount of doing all the waitressing and the children's theater and the corporate and the dancing and the stuff to finally be in a place where you like, I can survive as an actor. Yeah, yeah. And all those things add to you as a person, you as an actor and you as a creative, but it also, mm. that's the time it took to hustle, mm. to network, mm. to build the contacts, to build the trust in mm. our industry. I mean, mm. we were saying before we started recording is you move to a place like Cape Town and the casting directors just don't know us. Mm. So there's a lot of money and there's a lot of, admin and a, a lot going on behind the scenes that that we don't know and i think everyone should sit behind a production yeah. office one day in their life oh to really see what goes on yes i worked for a production i forgot about this uh, I, so you I, understand yes i worked for darling films in oh, johannesburg now oh, that you're cool. saying knowing what goes yeah, on behind I the scenes what goes on. i worked for darling films as well and i <laughs> 
I worked as a production assistant, which is basically mm-hmm. like get the coffee yep. and do whatever the hell you're told. Yep. Um, but then I transitioned and I worked as a cast coordinator. Oh, cool. And my roughest job was we were shooting an ad for Metro FM <laughs> and it was consecutive night shoots in Soweto and I had Yo. 50 extras to coordinate. And, and I was like 20, <laughs> I don't know, I was young. And there's always someone yelling at you and you're doing it, it wrong. Not someone, <laughs> like 20 people yelling at you and you're like, I'm <laughs> tra- I've got like three walking talk, you know, and I'm like yeah. learning the... You're like, who's the PA on this? You're yeah, like, <laughs> learning the jargon. But but yeah. interestingly enough, when I got onto set, so the, the job that I booked after, was that before? No, that was after my first TV job. But anyway, when I got back onto set, I was like, I know that, I know that, I know who that is. I know who to I know like it, it was amazing so much yeah. just yeah. that's what I always say any any actors or any performers is get a random job on a film set a random yeah. almost unimportant side job yeah. like yeah. do that day of extras work that you can just be a shadow in the corner that no one actually yeah. notices or cares about yeah. and you can watch how yeah. it works how yeah. it goes on what all the jobs yeah. are just so when you're working it's yeah. a, you're a little bit calmer because yeah. you can be the best actor in mm. the world and you walk on set and have no idea what mm. people are asking you to do mm. but this is so you have to know your medium i think mm. um that's having a theater background and working and i mean it's i think it's now that i look back it's hysterical that i was a showgirl in Sun city <laughs> but 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 doing musicals in monte casino yeah. at sun city in the seychelles wherever doing theater straight plays yeah you have to know your medium. You have to know your working environment because you've got things moving. You've got things shifting. You've got quick changes. Mm-hmm. You've got dresses. If you don't know your medium and environment, yeah, you cannot do theater. You cannot be blind. You know, you've, you've got to have proprioception. You've got to know where your, your light. You've, yeah. you've got to know and where a, you are a, in space. It's right? a logical thing in theater, but I think in and film then, people are like, but you just act. And you're like, exactly. no, it's just like theater where and you have to know all the moving parts. Yes, you have to know your medium mm. and you cannot work as an actor and play your role. And if what I mean by saying playing your role, of course you've yeah. got your character, but like, as actor your, on a your, film your set. Your DOP plays a role. Yeah. Your grips, they Doing play your a job. role. Yeah. Your cast coordinator, your driver, everybody's got a part to play. And mm. you as an actor, yes, of course, you've, you've done your prep, you know whatever preparation you've done, and you know your lines, and you've done all your character work, and you've formed a relationship with your co-actors and your director, but you have to know what your role in this big machine or this cog big in the team. machine you, yeah because yeah. it's it's a team sport that's yes. basically what it is like it's a it's a netball team or a yeah it's <laughs> not just about you it's not like yeah. you are one little puzzle piece and if you don't know what your part is then i don't i don't think you deserve to i think it, it's yeah. a big responsibility and i've worked with a lot of people who yeah they just um they kind of think that it's not their job to know certain things yeah. and then i just want to say like this is your job it's it for yeah. me it's like then you're not respecting the business you have chosen yeah. to be in yeah. and that you've got an opportunity yeah. like when i'm when <laughs> i've got a job when i'm on set i'm like yeah. i want to do yeah. every, like i want to you know i want to extract every single second that i have here yeah but it's because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people yeah. who would die yeah to okay well well <laughs> that's a bigger <laughs> do you I know what die. i mean they would they would give something would give so just to have to that it, yeah. one day on set and experience yeah and so i yeah i just think you have and to. we're lucky enough to to live through other people's lives and experiences and emotions mm. 
And I mean, how many, how many times can you say that I've lived the life of a married person, a mother, a mm. child, a sister, when I say not that in real life, mm. but I can, I can step into mm. those shoes and experience mm. and like live a thousand lives mm. in one lifetime. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it yeah. gets, gets out there, but I, so, no, it's such it's, a cool, I know it's fascinating. I, I did it. a, I did an audition the other day. She's a gynecologist, <laughs> obviously can't say much more, but uh, my sister is a doc, well, she's studying medicine and so yeah, she's fourth year this year. <laughs> And I was on the phone to her and I said, Maya, I, I really need your help. Like, I... Okay, but this is the type of actor that I am. Yeah. So, like, and there's nothing, not like, medical history. in the, the, no, the script. But what kind of but a I'm human like, is she? I need to know. What does yeah. her day look like? What time does she wake up? It makes what is so it that she... De- what, what is she dealing with? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the... St- you know? And I was asking <laughs> Maya about, like, gynecology and, like, <laughs> what is the ultrasound? Like, I was yeah. just extracting all this information from her. And I was thinking, I've just come off playing a vet slash yeah. wildlife track and I got to work with animals oh. and blah 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 and now I'm doing this and it's it's insane yeah. but it's yeah. oh, it's I'm just, getting paid to research all this you know, stuff and it's learn. just so full of life I love it um, <laughs> I, we did, I did the short film um, a couple of years ago and I was playing a paramedic mm. and I went on drives like I oh, I man, spent four days cool. in an ambulance doing night drives going into like yeah. <laughs> okay wait we didn't go into the red zones but we did go into some areas that yeah because that short was about that's that, that's that what danger. i want to like consume oh. that's what drives me life experience yeah. it's it's yeah. having life experiences that we would never have had yeah otherwise yeah and, and now so i could exciting. i could never go back to living just my life because <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, i'd be like oh. uh, so boring yeah. but no oh, I yeah. yeah I absolutely it's very it's crazy like my husband knows when <laughs> when I go onto a job he loses me like yeah. two to three months like, because that's what it is you you yeah. know you, you go and do that thing and you're not you're living someone else's life and you mm. and you set up a few boundaries to manage that yeah, but always. he knows like okay there she goes yeah, and then that's, that's I've lost her so and then she comes back <laughs> <laughs> thank god yeah. for understanding husbands yeah. <laughs> So your kind of start in, in film and TV was more in the Afrikaans mm. side. Because you from Cape Town side originally. Mm. What made you move to, to Joburg and, and, and get into that? Um, so I studied at the Waterfront Theatre yes. School. Second on my list, I think, so far. Yeah. Previous, Joe Galloway. Oh, Previous, yeah. yes. Yeah, previous um, in <laughs> And I, how to say this without, I wanted and could mm-hmm. do everything Fair. I started dancing when I was three. I was a very good and very capable dancer. I was a terrible singer. <laughs> but I wanted, no, be <laughs> I wanted to do theater. Yeah. I wanted to do musical theater because I loved I loved dancing. I loved musical theater. Oh, it's um, magical. Anyone I wanted to do, do uh, TV and film. I, you know, I was that kid who... We actually got TV only later in my life, but when we got TV and when we eventually got Mnet, yeah, okay. you know, before Not it was like you had a yes, <laughs> yes. When we got Mnet, um, you know, I would I would watch the Oscars and oh. that kind of starry-eyed kid who believed. Yeah, you that see she the could, glam and it, it's it's yeah. Um, yeah. and playing let's pretend. The, the for thing a is, I we I grew up in a country where in south africa we are not told that you are a this or you are a that we mm. have to i can do everything to make a good yeah. living right so yeah everybody when you graduate it's like you 
you get an agent and you start you auditioning can't for just be everything. You can't and just be a singer. Exactly. So it's... you have to make sure that yeah. you do courses in camera block. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> I studied at Warfarm Theatre School and I thought, <laughs> I actually auditioned for UCT Ballet School because oh, wow. um, I, after my two years at college, and because I, I really wanted to pursue dancing and I, I wanted to get a degree. Mm. I got in, but by the end of my second year at college, I was so hungry to start working. I was like, you, I yeah. had a rocket up my bum. Like, I, <laughs> no, I, I wanted to. And at that point, the the industry, as you know, mm-hmm. um, I think we both know, was... Yeah. We kind of joined the industry was, around about the same. It was heated in Johannesburg and Cape Town was very quiet. Yeah. It was very small here. Um, it was yeah. a few films, but, you know... It, and I wanted the big city life. I Fair. grew up in Cape Town. I went to school at Jan van Rubiek, which is in, <laughs> in, in town. I um, studied here and I, I wanted to change. I wanted to move away from home. And Anyway, so I was 20, turning 21, and I packed my bags and I booked a one-way flight and <laughs> lived. I moved in with my aunt and my uncle. And I had nothing on my CV and I emailed like 13 agents. Nobody got back to me. Yeah except contractors yay <laughs> um and i signed up with them and then i i started auditioning and i i auditioned for everything yeah shame so i mean as we do in it, the beginning yes yeah. as you do every theater so production every musical why, every yeah, movie that's why every i went TV. to johannesburg and i think it was also just because at the time when i was at college all the graduates that were working they had all moved to johannesburg yeah but i think it was more because i had a sense of adventure and look, if I had a lot of money and parents who could support me, mm-hmm. I would have probably gone to New York. But yeah. like, you yeah. know, it, it, it's just <laughs> never going to happen. So New, uh, jo- Johannesburg was that. Mm. That's how I ended up there. And yeah. So and that for us is where the local industry and the theater industry yes, is at the time. currently still booming. But at yeah. the time, that's the, yeah. that was the, the, the primo. Yeah. So then I was doing... Okay, I did a, so lots of... Tra- all of the all of it. I did all of it. Yeah, yeah, that's where the corporates and the, yes. and the educationals um, and all those. Yeah, and then I, I went overseas for two years and I danced in Turkey for a German company and then I got back. And then I went to Carlin and I said, look, I've been auditioning for musicals. Yeah. I, as much as I really want to do it, I'm, I think I've learned that I'm a, the singing thing is just <laughs> holding me back. And look, I wasn't that terrible, yeah. but... You know how sometimes you you think you want to do one thing and you keep knocking on that door but yep. the door doesn't open 100%. and then you kind of have to take that no just take the no <laughs> and change direction like yes. don't keep pushing change let like change your lane yeah upskill um and so then I started auditioning for a lot of TV and film but in the meantime I did it's musicals not. in the Seychelles I I was a personal trainer as well I I worked at Virgin Active Every actor needs a side hustle I did corporates <laughs> and voiceovers and then it took me a year of yeah. auditioning and then I got my first TV role on a show called Stadlerpus Stadlerpus Yes on on Cagnet <laughs> the Afrikaans 13 part TV series and I got one of the leads and it was my first TV role. Yeah, but that character was a dancer as well. She was a so dancer. Was, was, yes. Your history designed yeah. you for this person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so <laughs> that style was basically because I, up until that time, up until that point, I hadn't had any TV or film training. Oh man. So and I'd never been on so a that set was the before. Deep end. I'd never been on a set. <sighs> this is why we recommend set experience. <laughs> yes. So I got onto that set and the director Quentin Kroch was amazing and i view that today as like my university um yeah my my first kind of 
orientation i got paid for it yeah but um i learned quickly but it was very intimidating but that yeah, was my scary. first yeah so we scary shot. to be thrown in the deep end it but it was a safe yeah. a safer environment and a good yeah. good people surrounding but it was you, great was, like lucky, yeah. yeah it was we shot for um i think it was three months 13 eps so awesome um and it was that thing of like you on set four o'clock in the morning you finish at six they love the overtime situation yep. but um <laughs> yeah so that was my they first. give you the scripts for the next day and you're back in and you just yeah. keep that was my first in and that's where i learned like how to build an arc yeah um how to look we shot out of continuity as you do Mm. and so in terms of preparation in terms of how to handle yourself on set in terms of all the technical terms in terms of who's who where do you fit in how do you handle like what are the rules what are you allowed to say what are you not allowed Mm. to say what are you allowed to like demand and i i use the word yeah. demand but like um so so yeah so i i learned how to do that there and how to not get confused when you start with episode 12 scene five yeah. and then the where, next where is the, your character exactly. in its marine, yeah. so i learned how to build that whole thing and then i mean then i was 24 so it's been yeah yeah we're still learning anyway still I'm figuring out how to do that a lot but that, that was my first in yeah first in yeah so then you, how long did you stay in Joburg before you then decided to move back to Cape Town? How did that, um, or did so you do both sides? No, my move was actually very much unplanned. I knew that I always wanted to come back because yeah. the more I worked in Johannesburg, the more I realized that in Johannesburg, I auditioned for a lot of English television, but mm-hmm. the roles were limited and they were mostly for the SABC. Mm. Um, Mzanzi Magic was not that big back then. So shows like The River and The Queen. Yeah, the, um, I mean, the w- local yeah. stuff is currently... Yes. I'm so excited and about where our local television is going. But yeah. obviously... Well, yeah, yeah. So, so that was limited. And I wanted to expand. I wanted to work in more than one language. Mm. Because I was, I've always been really comfortable in English. And yeah. I wanted to... For someone who, who works first language Afrikaans, if yeah. anyone listening to this podcast goes... <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. That's interesting. And yeah. I also I wanted, I wanted to wo- yeah. uh, work in in more than one accent, and I knew that mm. I had to come to Cape Town for that. And also, I, I have a very my lifestyle is very like I have an exterior lifestyle. Yeah. If that makes Outside. sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But in saying that, the move to Cape Town was very. It happened very quickly and was a personal one because my husband got a amazing job offer. So the universe went go back to Cape yeah. Town now. Yes. <laughs> um. And. Yes, so so that happened, and I said, "Well, fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but let's you know, let's go." It's one of those you probably would have eventually done it, but if not, why not? Do you know? Kind of kicked I, you in the butt and moved you back he, before your brain thought you were it's ready. Like what you said yeah. a while ago. If he didn't get the job, and if I wasn't forced to mm. move back here, because the best decision that you would have made for yourself. Yep. Yeah, I would have delayed. Like life, mm. I think life kind of made it for me. Even though I'm a firm believer in you have a choice in everything that you do, but it forced me to make a choice that I wouldn't have made at that time. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, because it's. I mean, we're we're all human. It's 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 comfortable. It's safe, and it's that safe option there versus the take the risk. Mm. Yeah, and you take the risk and come down here is. It's. I think someone uh, best best advice I ever heard was you need to you people make choices out of fear or faith. And you need to teach yourself to make choices mm. out of faith because yeah. that fear is just going to hold you back. And hold no, you back absolutely. And hold you back. But it was out of but fear it's that easy. I wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to make the choice yeah. out of fear because it puts you in a safe yeah. place. And then the universe kicked you in the butt and went, yeah. go to Cape Town. Mm. And, and also what because <laughs> what we also said like five minutes yeah. ago is 
I, I've, I've always done everything in life according to like a blueprint because I like process yes. and I like achieving one thing before I move on. And having three steps equals success. Exactly. Done. And the reason why I was so scared to come to Cape Town is at the time in Johannesburg, I had only started scratching the surface in TV and film. Mm. And I learned, I had one of those experiences where like I got this, this, um, this, this role and it was the first youth series that Cakenet had done oh, wow. and a lot of people told me oh my goodness like you're this in is it. you're yeah. in you'll see like people start you've it's such a, it was a good role mm. and she was it was a beautiful three-dimensional very multi-layered she was a great character yeah. so it was a perfect display of what I could do at the time and so everybody told me it's going to be easy now you'll see like yeah. you'll start getting work and at the time Cape Town and Joburg were different worlds yeah you couldn't be a cape town based actor and work in joburg and vice versa it's like this weird brain of oh you know you can't you have to be in joburg to work in joburg and be in cape town to work in cape town yes nowadays they're they're happy to fly you everywhere but then it was like what if you move to cape town you will cut yourself off from joburg which is scary yeah and so after the show i didn't get any tv or (laughs) film work for almost two years yep but you've made Nothing. it. Nothing. Like, and on? what I'm trying to say is I was scared to come to Cape Town because I, in my head, I needed to have certain things in place, certain mm. things on my CV as like a safety net, as like proof yeah. that I will be okay in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And the irony of it all is that <laughs> I only did two TV shows whilst in Johannesburg because that's all I got and the rest of the work was like theater and corporates and stuff and my career took flight and I got the best roles ever after moving to Cape Town as a a, a inverted commas nobody with yeah yeah so um trust the work guys that's exactly trust your skills trust yourself trust and that trust that I think the biggest (laughs) lesson is like trust your voice like your voice that you have you deserve a seat at the table. Take it yes. because you have something to offer. You have something to bring to that character. To you that don't. Show, it doesn't to need production. to be on your CV. Like if you you have something, you just need to like uncover it, delve, and then like bring it because yeah. it, it, that that's that's what's gonna yeah. I but mean, that that takes time, yeah. and if you're you're not gonna achieve that in two months. No. Some people lucky break, but then like you said, your lucky break happens, and then two years mm. you get nothing so you can't justify yeah. those things you've just got to keep yeah. working and keep and yeah. the time will yeah will help but, you but also Tony, like that term lucky break i think it's Ugh. been coined and it's been romanticized yes. to i think people love using that word because it's it's kind of like oh poor me look at me i haven't had a lucky break like her yes but firstly, there's, Gives you an I, easy out. there's no such thing as a lucky break. And it makes you feel like it's okay because, oh, look, she has, or he, or they, let's yeah. use the correct term, <laughs> they haven't worked as hard as I have. So yeah. I deserve it. She doesn't. Yeah. Do, and yeah, it's, it, it, it it's undermines the work that they've exactly. put in and it, and it, it gives you an yeah. easy out. It's like, yes. well, I'm not lucky, so I'm not getting yeah. a job. And they yeah. only got it because they're lucky, not yeah. because... You sat doing theatre and corporate mm. and yeah. thing and TV and yeah. for five years before your mm. quote unquote lucky yeah. break, you're like, no, I worked yeah. damn hard yeah. and I yeah. did the courses mm. and I did the experience and, that's, and I built the. That's the one yeah. lesson I'm. I think I'm the most grateful for in my trajectory. Yeah, <laughs> is because 
every job that I had done, literally, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not, people have said to me, oh, now, now you made. So I did, <laughs> like, um, when I got Waterfront, which is this yes. really cool drama, like, such cool. amazing work, it's on Showmax, and Jakub Bode was the director, and I had one of the leads, and then people also said to me, now you made, like, this is your big break, and after that, nothing then i would get like i don't know a role in a soap and people would say oh Ooh, this is it. um like oh three million people watches this every night like now you so for me it was it it always remained about the work yeah i never even now with trackers like people are saying all these things like, oh this is it this is the international you like it's i love the character it's just it about the work and now you know it's coming out in america and hbo and la 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 and mm. i need to da, da, da. and everybody keeps saying now this and i'm like no, no it's no. not how it works for me at least yeah. and I'm and I mean there's, okay there is that. that yes as a business you can you must use that kind of a success to your business advantage mm. and ride the wave and, and, and start reaching out to things but as an actor you still have to keep hustling keep working yeah. keep working on the craft keep practicing mm. how to find the characters and stuff so that when that next opportunity comes you're ready to jump at yeah. it so it's mm. it's don't don't just sit on it like, mm. oh, I was in trackers mm. now and everything's going to like come mm. at me. Is Yeah, I was in trackers. Yeah. I need to use it. Yeah. I need to take yeah. that business opportunity to expand and then yeah. focus on my yeah. career. But you can't ride the wave if you haven't made a wave. No. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't just sit on it. Like, you can't just oh, i got to keep gonna, paddling. <laughs> like, I can't go, oh, um, trackers have just come out and now sit at home I'm doing waiting for that this and this and this and now... I, yeah. I go to my next audition and what am I doing? Yeah. Have I have I done the research? Have I prepared? Still got to pay for the next wave. Like I'm Mm-mm. still like I'm. You can't just you sit back. And cannot chill. No. Yeah. If if you want to do a headstand, you've got to practice a fucking yeah. headstand every day. <laughs> yes. If you want to be a better yeah. actor. And then once you've got the headstand, that doesn't mean you're going to be able to do the handstand on its own. Yeah. You've yeah. got to then build to the next thing and build yeah. to the next thing and keep. Yeah. It's yeah. constantly evolving craft, mm. and mm. I mean looking at workshops and acting classes and stuff is what they were teaching 20 years ago doesn't apply to now. So the fact that I maybe did a workshop on some technique 20 years ago, now I'm an actor. No, I've got to keep doing the new, new studies, new looking into psychology, looking into in human nature and how it's portrayed now versus how it's portrayed back then is super different. Yeah. We've got to keep growing. Yeah. I've always said like if, I, because um, my sister and I talk about social media a lot. My biggest wish is that when I when I audition and somebody doesn't know who I am and they like cool look me up on Instagram or IMDb, I hope that my CV and my IMDb credit speaks louder than anything else. Yeah. Then your Instagram that's, followers and yeah, all that. Balls. That's where I want the juice and the evidence. Mm. to lie and then furthermore the evidence is in the work in the work and the relationships that i have formed on sets during rehearsals yeah that's i that's where i want the voice to to speak not not in the airy fairy because not all in the of, numbers and the all of that yeah. is it's yeah. really just a byproduct of what yeah. comes first this is not a chicken or egg situation for me it's you know the you, work you, you don't get work yeah. because of the the la 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 on your phone or instagram or Mm-mm. if you yeah so that's the way that I, I I would like to have it and that's the way that I work at it. And that's so. and if that's how you are approaching it then then that is how it should be received mm. and will be received yeah. I think. Yeah. I think because there are people that 
focus and buy a bazillion Instagram followers and then get that one job mm. because that's how they were mm. growing it. But then mm. it shows in the work. Yeah. Whereas if the work is solid, mm. then the work is solid. And then so there's it's also a fine line that you walk. I mean, if you've got so many Instagram followers and I look... Here's a strategic. I am a strategic de- social media user. Depending 100%. on depending on what you give people visibility to. Yeah. You At the end of the day, you still have to be able to completely disappear into yes. a character and people have to find it and perceive it as no not perceive they have to believe it yeah it has to be believable they have to believe that person if on the they screen. know too much about tony if they mm. know what tony's daily routine is if they know yeah. what tony ate for breakfast if they have seen a gazillion photos of tony with her mm. friends and with her husband i'm using i could be using mine <laughs> um I'm just shifting the yeah. focus, but do you know what, I'm, do you <laughs> oh, know no. what I mean? Because then they see Tony in a role, and they're like, "Oh, but I, mm. I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy that because yeah. Tony's actually like this, and now she's trying, and it's just yeah." Because I do saw you, her, I saw her having ribs this morning on Instagram, and this character's vegetarian. Do, mm, it's weird. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, it's that that that's a kind of a game that I I'm trying to play with the social media. It's like finding yeah. a professional persona is being it's like presented. a visible, like a visual CV yeah. kind of thing. hundred uh, percent. Which it's immediately takes on a different nature than here's a million headshots and also a photo of me where I've got stars on my boobs yeah. because. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean on my nipples as you do not that I'm saying the female <laughs> nipple should not be seen like by all means you know if that's your thing but I think you yeah, know. yeah I get you I get yeah. you no it's it's a very fine line that I mean I think we have to use it because it is a good tool but how you use the tool and that what gets put out there what doesn't mm. how it's advertised and then things like that it's mm. it's it's a tricky mm. place mm. because it's so easy mm. to just like get those ah she showed her boobs she gets another yeah. thousand followers yeah. ooh you know attraction but it's mm. that what kind of image do you want yeah. to present yourself as a professional yeah. as a as an actor as a person but also the people who are your followers and the people who like your photos those are not the people who will give you the work yes do people have such a yeah such a way thousand followers are not that. the casting like, director and the director and the, the directors producer. are not di- and i can say this from experience <laughs> honestly the directors are not unless look yeah. there is a marketplace for that always. there is oh there's always for, a, a does site. she have 12 million for, great yes. she'll be great for the show market bankability but what kind of show is that for start <laughs> so what i'm saying is the work that i'm interested in the people who i want to work with yes it shouldn't matter how many followers i have it should matter it how should matter how i can serve mm-hmm. the character yes 100 percent. some of my favorite actors who i have so much respect for some of them are not even on Instagram or yeah. Facebook and they you have work no idea what they do in their constantly life. yeah and that makes it so much more interesting to go and see a film with they because I'm like oh, blank slate you know because yeah. they disappear into that it's true yeah tis true so, and if someone is asking how many Instagram followers you have on a casting is that really no. it, it means that they are not confident yeah. in their work in their piece that they're wanting to create if they're relying on the fact that you have 10,000 Instagram mm. followers to yeah. market their film are they not trusting yeah are they not trusting the story that they're trying to tell mm. and yeah there's yeah. Ugh, marketing money mm. blah blah there's mm. there's so many factors but again mm. those factors are not in our control mm. Mm. and it's great if you yeah. have a great following I think that's fantastic Use and it. I think it's a amazing platform but it should and also the people who have so many followers that I respect it's because the work came first yeah 
they have followers because they have done work that people love they have done work that is authentic they've done work that matter i'm with you i'm with you yeah it's a tricky situation and there are so many sides to every story and stuff but i i I definitely Mm. i Mm. i like that Mm. outlook so moving to cape town yes ran well moving back to cape town so it's an interesting one any advice for actors because i mean we discussed a bit beforehand Mm. is that Moving to Cape Town as an actor, because I think we literally moved to Cape Town the same year. Hilariously, we discovered this. End of 2015. End of 2015, we yes. both decided. Yes. We've only met this week, but I feel like we know each other forever. Yeah. Is but we have kind of lived parallel. We, we very much yeah. live parallel yeah. and have all the same friends and have finally met. Mm. It's about damn time. <laughs> is Moving here is terrifying mm. if you are not in the zone. Do you have any advice for young actors who are like, I'm going to move to Cape Town because that's the international thing, is on just how to deal with practically jumping into the the, the Cape Town film industry and, mm-hmm. and theatre and, and industry itself. So I'll comment on the TV and film, the Fantastic. getting into theatre I'm still figuring out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think if you want to get into theatre, I think it's really best to to, to be a theatre maker. Um, mm. I'm learning that from my sister yeah. um, and the people that I'm working with now. The one thing that saved me and that saves me every day is that I have a structure of my partner mm-hmm. and family and friends who have nothing to do with the industry and to them whether I am working or not apart from the fact that I don't <laughs> have an income <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just set because it matters strategic financing um, yeah because it's the house and it's got bills anyway um <laughs> so apart from the fact you know the financial aspect of it to them whether i'm working or not i stay i'm the same person yeah i um contribute as much to the uh whether it's a friendship relationship whether it's a romantic relationship i i'm a f- i'm f- i'm fully tricks you're not defined by no your work so i am i'm loved whether i'm working or not Having a partner that is not in the industry has been crucial for me. Mm. Having friends that are not in the industry have been so integral in my emotional well-being because I'll give you an example. I'll, um, on a Friday, have a really terrible audition or, you know, that Friday phone call that comes at like five (laughs) o'clock just before your agency closes and you've been waiting for this one job. You were on the short... It happened to me a while ago, actually. I was on the short list for... Yeah. A show. First pencil. Yeah. And happen. it was a show. It was a three-month contract, one of the leads. And I waited and waited. And then the phone call came in on a Friday at like five. Um, and then you get that news and you're like, oh, my goodness. Why? What's um, the point? But uh, then yeah. I go to a bride. And this actually happened <laughs> with my with my husband and with friends. And we'll chat about it for five minutes. And then the conversation kind of goes into a different direction. And half an hour later, I'm laughing. Yep. And I realize that the world is so big. And yeah. I don't want to downplay what we do. But I think yeah. perspective is so useful. It's so useful to remember that this is just one job that you didn't get. Anyway, I'm drifting. Yeah. I'm deviating. So, <laughs> so one thing is have, have, have a good support system. Yeah. You, you cannot ever... It doesn't matter which city you are. You cannot do this by yourself. Like... You, you need to have a team. You know, yeah. you need to have a team of people who who really love you for for you. You need to find your tribe. That's my first, yeah, your tribe. <laughs> um, my my first piece of advice. 
or you, yes, you asked for advice, yeah, right? Just, or like yeah, Cape thoughts, Town, jumping right. into Cape Town. Cape Town. Then um, the other thing is like you cannot be picky, <laughs> like unless you have a bank full of cash. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but even so, you cannot be picky because every day on set or in a studio or in an audition room, it doesn't matter in which. Um, whether you're a reader or a production assistant or everything contributes to you learning more about your craft, about what it is that you do and about the nature and the ebb and the flow of the industry that and you creating are relationships. in and building relationships. Yes. You cannot just walk into an audition room and walk out and sit at home and wait for the phone to ring. Mm-mm. So um, by that, I think I mean get involved. Yeah. On all levels, yeah. where you can, how Get you training, can. Workshops, yeah. volunteer, interns. So that's that. Then I yeah. would say workshops. Like um, I do accent training once a week. Mm-hmm. I do singing lessons once a week. I so practice good. yoga five times a week. I watch like a million interviews, actors and actors, Sam no, Jones, um, the SAG after our conversations. Um, I read books. I make to-do lists like... Um, uh, watch one film a week and mm. decide who your favorite directors are and like educate yourself. I yeah. think education is crucial. Yeah. It's basically, it's, it's like you were you, saying your sister's doing medicine is she's got a, a blueprint. She yeah. goes into class, they teach her those 10 textbooks. She then becomes a doctor. Yeah. We don't have that blueprint. Yeah. So you need to keep collecting, keep building and what did you do on the days when the phone wasn't ringing? Yes, that's yes. my favorite. Quote so that ever. brings me, that brings me to my next little piece of advice because yeah. Cape Town is very different. In Johannesburg, you are always busy with like three to four jobs at the same time. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like you have to know that there's no, and you have to remember every day that there's no linear progression in in our profession. Mm. So you cannot think that because you did A, now you can go and do B. Or expect C, D, E, and F yep. to happen. When you get onto a big job and then for two years after that you have no work, that's normal. Perspective. And it's okay. <laughs> and it, it's going to happen. Yeah. At, at some point, you will not have it's work. It's happened to Meryl Streep. It's, yeah. happened, it, it's not yeah. indicative of your skill. Yes. Oh, I've got lots of advice actually. <laughs> and my other one is preparation. Like when you audition, be prepared. Yeah. Like be be. I'm not over prepared. Like you've got to walk in there and be able to take. No- oh gosh, now you see all of this. So well, it's be fine prepared. because I have a, advice for someone uh, interested in your job is a question, so we can carry okay, on. With this. So, okay, so yeah. So be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Don't take anything for granted. Just to latch on the be prepared. Be prepared, but when you go in into an audition, always be able. You have to be able to take notes and to take direction. Oof, yes. In digest it. Or process it, digest it, and then give it back. Show them that you can listen. So important. Don't yeah. show them how good you are. Show them that you can listen. Yeah. Um, okay. They want to work then... with you for three months on a film set. They don't want some yeah. diva that's going to stick to the same yeah. performance that she tried. Yeah, and I think then the other... Sure, Tony, there's so much. I uh, Rejection is the norm. Oh, this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. It's normal to not get the job. Yeah. That's the norm. Yeah. You're more the likely not anomaly, to get the job. The anomaly, the Eitzsondering, the yep. exception, is you getting the job. Yeah. So don't look to get the job. You're probably going to get rejected like 
It's a free performance day. That's yeah. So someone said is is other people have paid to rent a room to sit in it so that I can come and perform at yes. them. Ha-ha. Yes. I did not have to pay anyone. I did not have to yeah. hire the theater. They yeah. have made the mistake of hiring mm. a room mm. and they're stuck with me and I yeah. get a free performance yes. day. Yes. Yeah. And, and 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 don't use the word the term <laughs> I'm not I don't have work at them. I'm not working because an audition is work. Yeah. Castings, that's work. Going to yoga, doing a walk on the prom, reading, yep. um, seeing a psychologist, um, doing, listening to, part, that's all part of your work. It's and in fact, job. most of the work happens when you're not on set. Yes. Because that's a time when you are working on yourself, like altering mm. your, like recalibrating your emotional makeup to be able to, you know, diversify and to play different characters yeah. like that. And when you have been cast, I, 90% of the work is in the prep. Yeah. The onset doing the character, that's like yeah. 2% of like, bleh, mm. go. Mm. The prep is what gets mm. you there. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, I can <laughs> go on forever. But, I know we um, could. <laughs> yeah, just, and I think just always, always have, pers- like, keep, keep, mm. keep perspective on, on, on what it is that we are doing because we are not, we are not doctors without borders. There's a big wide world and... You're not going to die if you don't get the And job. also people are not out get you people don't hold grudges honestly if you didn't get the role it's as simple as you weren't right for the part it's not even simple as you weren't right for the part it's as simple as someone else was perfect for the job yes it's it's it's, you don't get you don't get rejected someone gets selected Mm. you just happened not to get selected that time yes it's it's not about you Mm. you weren't shit and then they didn't pick you yeah someone else was just really good for it and that's their thing and Mm. you should be happy for them because i always think Mm. is imagine what if, if every time I got a job, the whole world goes, oh, I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. I'm like, mm. I want people to be happy for me when I'm successful. So mm. I'm going to be happy for other people when they're yeah. successful because I know how cool it is to yeah. get the job, how exciting it is to, you have to, to exper- get that phone yeah. call. So I'm like super happy when someone gets it that I didn't because it's mm. it's a good feeling. Mm. You don't want to take it away to, from someone. Yes, you have to experience their joy as your own. Mm-hmm. If you cannot do that, then... <laughs> you will become very dark and very somber. Sad place. Yeah. yeah. It's a sad place to be. You want to enjoy uh, what we do, man. I, I mean, at the, you, we, we are playing adult dress up, yeah. essentially. Getting paid to play Let's Pretend That's, for a living. Yeah. Okay, and then the one, one more thing yes. that I, I think I want to say is like, <laughs> this is, a, it's a long, 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 long game. Yeah. You cannot try out acting. Yeah. <laughs> I had the you, best is, is Do you know people, what I mean? You yeah. can't dabble. You either do it, mm. and I'm not saying don't have a side don't job. Have side of job, course, yeah. have a, In fact, actually, I would have a side hustle, yeah. but you cannot put a time cap or a, a limit on how long you are prepared, unless you are okay with it, unless you will have no regrets mm. about giving up or, no, not giving up, about leaving the industry after about five years. trying something else, yeah. You cannot say, well, I'll give myself five years, and if I haven't made it, then, you know, I'm, I'm probably not good enough. Because some people take 10 years to be seen for Become who they really Become an overnight are. success yeah. I in mean, somebody, 25 years. Yeah, I did a, a, what front page? Anyway, I did something for a magazine, and somebody said to me, oh, oh wow, you know, you are so successful. This was definitely your big break, and you've really made it now. And I said, well... Like, this is my 10th year. It's been a very long journey. And yeah. this doesn't mean anything. No. It just scratching the means surface. that I've gotten this job. I've done it really well. And you know what? Once you rap on that job, 
Done. You, it's done. Yeah. You start from ground zero again. Yes, you've got experience and yes, yeah. you've got relationships, but you still have to compete for the other roles yeah. with the millions of other people. Yep. So that's, exactly. but it, it's a long game and you have to be patient, 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 patient. Yeah. Patience. Patience. Patience is a virtue. Yeah. Okay, so we've kind of gone into my random set questions that I asked towards the end because oh we could waffle yeah, for I hours. Could. I could. love it. I think we spoke for an hour at a random casting and then almost spoke for an hour before this started. So yeah. me and you could literally, this I could do yeah. like 17,000 yeah. episodes, but I'm going to try be more concise. I'll leave one more <laughs> word and that's participate. Yes. Like participate in your industry. But that goes back to it's a team team sport, guys. Yeah. It's a team sport. Yeah. People are always yes. saying, Oh, but I don't I said, Well, are you auditioning? Have you learned the accent? Yeah. Have you done new headshots? Do you have a show? Are you on IMDb Pro? Yeah. Are you, you know, like participate yeah. in everything. everything. In all of it. You yep. have to participate. Yeah. Agreed. So, second round of question is what do you think are the biggest misconceptions about what we do as actors? Um <laughs> I <laughs> Um, so a few years back I went to a party and it was with a bunch of people, well, people who are not in our industry and someone asked me, what do I do? And I said, I'm an actor. And they said, oh, so, um, you like on Siam the Lawn. <laughs> Which isn't wrong. <laughs> but to answer your question, I'm going to unpack that question yeah. that this person asked me. Firstly, the first misconception is like, you are just after graduation, you will be on something immediately. So, because he meant, are you on like, that's how easily it happens. Right. Yeah. So that's the biggest misconception. If you're in the UK, it's, Oh, you're on EastEnders, right? Yeah. Like, what? So you studied and therefore you will work. What? Okay. Isn't that how it works? Tricks. <laughs> yeah. How long do you have? <laughs> how long have we both been yeah, on like, No, that's like, not how that um, works, guys. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's number one for me is that, mm. Because you have studied, you will automatically be given a chance to yeah. to work and to be on set. I think the second misconception is that it's a career that's not financially viable. Yeah. Um. I, I I've really learned over the past few years that it's not really. Look, some jobs don't pay enough, and you mm -hmm. do have that. You have these high haters, these periods where you you don't have financial income, but. I've learned that by working differently with your money yeah. and by working intelligently with your finances, mm -hmm. there is a way to live a more sustainable financial with a freelance life income. with a freelance income. Yeah. So you just have to think creatively exactly. um, about your finances, um, which I think we should have more seminars on because I yes. think it's just because we don't have um, knowledge on how yeah. to run um, a business that yes. is a freelance business. Yes. Yes. That's number two. Number three I think number three, I think that should be number five or number six. <laughs> I just want to mention is like, there's a lot of people who think that it's about who you know, mm. which I think is partially true. Yeah, it can help. But again, the socializing and the partying and the chatting up people at premieres mm. and at events will not necessarily get you the work. But the, there is a different yeah. route to follow and should you choose to do so it's possible yeah i did not date someone in the industry i have very few people that are friends that i'm friends with in the industry i rarely attend events and when i do attend them i don't stay very late yeah 
But so, relationship wise, you are professional. You're on time. You yes, do the work. I do the you work, go I... to the castings when you are yes. when you're asked. So yeah. that you have built relationships yeah. as a professional. As a professional. Getting that casting couch relationships That's, could get you places, mm. sure. But it's it's mm, very limited. Yeah. It's, yeah. So oh, there's so many. I mean I that think. leads into the next one, which is the misconceptions about the South African film industry, which you kind of um, yeah, on, is that it's not a financially viable job mm, in our film industry, mm. and I think that is drastically changing. Yeah, I think having access to work, I think people have misconceptions about that. Mm-hmm. People think that with trackers, for example, um, people thought that somebody had phoned me because they knew me and mm. kind of gave me the job because course, yeah. because I was on the front cover cover of the Royal Lister, for <laughs> of example. Course. Well. Again, is that not how that happened? To which I would respond, I think this is a very good example, is firstly, I did seven rounds of auditions oh, yeah. for that job. Hmm. My first round, I was seen with every single other South African actress who could speak English, who was my Hot physical profile. Size, yep. Yeah. I didn't gain access because... Because someone had seen me at a coffee shop and I yeah. looked the part. Because you stayed at that one premiere yeah. and batted your eyelashes the, at a director. It's not, no. it's not the story, which I know is not true anyway, because I've heard the real version, that you are a Charlize in a bank, you throw a tantrum, mm. and then you win an Oscar. No. So they have, a, mis- more to that they have a misconception <laughs> about your the way that you gain access into, mm. the, into the industry. And they have a misconception about the road to so-called success. Yeah. And they have a misconception about what success is. Yes. Um, so and the conversation around that. So those three things. Um, Very much. I yes. Yeah, so when I tell people for trackers, I had seven rounds of auditions. My tapes were sent all over the world, mostly mm-hmm. to New York and to Germany. And that even after they had penciled me, I had to audition again. Yo. Because they still, they just wanted to make sure that extra little mm. bit. That's yeah. where taking notes is good. Yeah. Because so, they, those seven auditions, they, they're throwing different yes. things at you. And yeah. can you adjust? Can yes. you adapt? Can you yes. highlight that yeah. one little thing we were unsure yeah. about? And to young actors starting out complaining that they had to do a callback. That, you know how when people <laughs> say, but they can see I'm right for the part. Like... I did those seven rounds in my tapes. I did all of them with the biggest love and the biggest... I was so keen. And I was like, fine, you want to see me again? That's cool. Um, yeah. I'll it's do it. another opportunity. Yeah. I'll show you how it, I'll show you how right I am for this part. Yeah. So, yeah. So, misconception. There we go. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What do you think has been the biggest change in the South African film industry since you started? Oh, my holy moly. All of it. Well... <laughs> Okay, the like the whole digitalization mm. of viewing platforms, obviously, like huge change. Yeah, we went from like having SABC and Mnet, and That's also it. not everybody had. Now there's DSTV. Then there was now we've got Showmax. Uh, you know, there, there's Showmax. There's Netflix HBO Plus. Stuff, there's yeah. Netflix. Yeah. There's Apple TV. There's Amazon. There's Hulu. There's so I I mean. That's fast tracking 20 years later, but I think the biggest change has been the way that people consume media mm-hmm. and how they consume it, where they consume it, yeah. and on which devices they consume it. That's the biggest change. The other biggest change is that the casting process for me has changed mm-hmm. um, in terms of people are more interested in the quirky 
in the alternative interesting in the not so straightforward look mm. of like your typical i don't find that typecasting is as present anymore as it used to be that's really in cool. my experience yeah that's the other thing also the other thing that has changed is the so-called like geographical borders that mm. have held that have contained us to only look i've i've always mom we grew up going to cinema nouveau i've always watched films Foreign, yeah. with subtitles that has never been an issue for me a lot of people but it's interesting <laughs> how um subtitles intimidate people yeah. and they so they don't like to watch content in other languages with subtitles because they're intimidated that mm. something will you know it'll go over the head and they, they won't know what the film is about but I feel like that's changed a lot and we are watching Danish series and Americans are watching and happy with it yeah and they're totally happy I watched we started watching La Casa de Papel Money Heist mm. on Netflix a while ago and it's a Spanish show that was um, filmed in Madrid for one of the cable networks yeah so called low budget Netflix saw the show picked it up funded season two three and four sure. now recently and it has become the most watched foreign show on netflix oh wow they subsequently dubbed it into english which nobody watches no everybody watches the spanish version and it's quick it's very fast paced but that is testament to the fact that people are curious and they have developed an appetite for foreign content and that'll op that and i opens say up foreign for us. like i don't mean look to just be non-English correct yeah. I don't want to say foreign which indicates that English is like the norm no. that's not what I'm saying at all there's the majority I'm just saying that's not in the English language or in not the mainstream so what yeah. I've seen with Afrikaans films for example because the Afrikaans film industry so is magnificent at the moment like we have um for example um uh, Christian Ulvachen's films I mean those films and other filmmakers mm. um I'll film like I did a so his films are traveling and has just been nominated for incredible awards all over the world. It's being consumed. There is, yeah. It's gained traction. I did a short film two years ago called Fishnal. It's in Afrikaans. It's a 12-minute short film. But we have attended... I made a post about it the other day. Uh, I think it's been seen in like 18 different countries. It's sure. won numerous awards. And it has um, shown at the Hollywood... Short film festival, oh, man. alongside like incredible filmmakers um, yeah. that help that holds. Um, and you I mean, know, our country has eleven languages. We can make yeah amazing films in all of them yes. languages, and we are doing series in combination variety of of our, our Afrikaans and our yeah. black languages. I mean, we have so many yeah. so, so many stories to tell and so yes. many. Things and so that, that brings me to yeah. my next one. The way that it's changed, I find that there's much more collaboration between people. Yeah. Um, people have picked up on like the fact that, huh, surprise, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> that your project can only be better for it when you collaborate with other people. Hey. Like it's a very archaic thinking to think that genius is this one person that sits in a room all alone, writes for like a month and then all of a sudden, wow, that's a very <laughs> archaic way of no. like... So I think people are catching up to that or have been for a yeah. long time. And art changes and evolves and by people yes. seeing it. So that's the one thing. And then the other thing is um, I've recently worked on a, another Afrikaans TV series where they have, um, and I think this is very cool, training programs. Actually, there's wow. a soap that I worked on that, that does that as well. 
So you'll have, and I, they do this in America a lot, but you have your, obviously your crew, your cast, your directors, but then there's like trainees. Mm. So on this one soap that I worked, they have, say for example, the one camera, so it's multi-cam, obviously you've got three mm. going up and down. Like, but on every cam, there's another two people shadowing. And then every, so in soap, surprise, you only do literally like two takes mm-hmm. unless there's a huge fuck up. But one of the takes will be, and then they'll rotate. And so you are schooling people. They've already had their training, but they are schooling. And then on this other series that I did, they had the one director who's like the series director, um, but then they had two people shadowing. And so so she'll direct a few scenes and then like the trainee will come in and direct a few Amazing. scenes. And so you get to learn yeah. on the job, in the field. But in a after. sense, you've got a, you've got a director that's that's there to support you and yes. guide you. Yes, so, so we're not so pressured. The, yes. So the big change, what I'm trying to get at, is that we are seeing the importance of mentorship yes. um, and of learning in the field, which I think is, is, is incredibly... Which is indicative of the is growth. Is integral to, yeah. yeah. Of the growth of the um, industry itself. Yeah. And then, of course, like trackers, yeah, have to just local, mention this show that I did. Shows, man. Yeah, so seeing like a company like HBO give a ton of money because they want South African content, and yeah, so that's so exciting, and that speaks volumes of yeah you know, of that. what we've done and what we've yeah. we've we've achieved that people are starting yeah. to trust us yes. and trust our actors and trust yeah. our crew and trust everyone, which is. Mm. Amazing. Our crews are, can I just say, whoever, like, mm, yeah. God, mm. they're good. Yeah. And I've heard not just from our mouths, but like international people come that I've heard that work here for the first time and they rave mm. about mm. The, what our people yeah. do on the floor. Yeah. But I mean, you see, like yeah. when you, because you work on a lot of international stuff, big yeah. sets with lots of things happening. A lot of moving parts, man. And you see that those crews, and they work so incredibly. We don't know what I mean. Oh gosh, no, no. And no, the no, hours no. and the so, like, they don't go back to their trailers no. and like to have an assistant who brings them a cappuccino. <laughs> like you know, they yeah, yeah. No, it's it's insane, mm-hmm. and they are. I love them all. Yeah, I like us, and I love our industry. I think you Damn asked it. like one question, and I asked. That's okay. I think we got away. through about four, so I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Um, you can edit. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Always strategically <laughs> editing. Yeah. What is your favorite location that you have worked in in South Africa so far? Prince Albert. Ooh. Yeah, what in was the that Karoo. For? Yeah, it was on trackers. Oh, is that what the rhino is? Wildlife? Um, no, that was actually... Well, yes and no. <laughs> the rhinos, we... There were a few locations that we used That's for that magical. part of the story. But we shot just outside of Prince Albert on a farm. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a personal love for the Karoo. We, yeah. we, had a, we had family holidays there where we spent a lot of time there when I grew up. And I don't know, there's just a sense of life there that's neither alive nor dead. It's a different to, kind of wilderness. Yeah. It's, Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. not like booming with life, but it's not dead. It's something yeah. in between and there's a majesticness to it. Mm. And seeing that sunrise. Oh, I just get my trailer door open because I, you know, to like see, oh, no, it was just, it was beautiful and um, yeah, I remember there was one scene that I my character had with Lemur, which is um, James Gracie's, yeah. <laughs> where we, it was in this little house, this little cottage, and there's just the two of us, obviously the crew and the camera, but mm. in nothingness, middle of nowhere, and you can't. It doesn't matter which studio you're working in, you cannot recreate that. It, 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 mm. 
Yeah, I don't have magical words to describe it, but that yeah, the Karoo definitely. The Karoo. Mm. I. That sounds freaking magical. Yeah. Very very oh. special. Love it. I love it. Who do you look up to as an actor in our industry, <gasps> local or international? Oh my goodness. All of them. <laughs> do you know Tony? I and I. This might, but to every actor that's working. Yeah. Like I, uh, this probably sounds lame, but I I really no have, such thing. <laughs> I have so much respect and I root. I really do. Like, I, I root for everybody. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you know you. what I mean? Like, I, I get emotional. Like, I um, I spoke to um, giant Nicole Fortane the other day. Mm-hmm. And we've worked together on a couple of shows and collaborated on this one show. And I, I saw her. And I, I was speaking to her. And I we she wanted to collaborate on this kind of, um, also like a, a podcast, an interview mm. thing that she wants to do. I got so emotional and I, I just said to like, I'm, I'm so, there's nothing more rewarding than seeing an actor's journey. Like they yeah. start out, they really put their back into it. They, they love, they laugh, they breathe, they bleed, they fall down, they get back up. But seeing them flourish and seeing them getting to do what they love, mm. because I truly am at a point in my life where I experience other people's joy as my own. And I, I love that because it gives me, feels so good just gives another meaning to what yeah. i'm doing you know and anyway so oh there's an afrikaans actress called Tideri van Dijk Lewitz. Mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan of the way that she works and the person and the woman that she is but there's so many on an i oh kate blanchett Yeesh. i mean uh, okay emma thompson mm. I'm, uh, she's yeah. magical i mean but then there's marion cotteron yes and oh juliette binoche but you're like me, you watch all the interviews and then you're like, this person is yes. a magical human being. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Uh, yeah, I've got a few, but... Yeah. yeah. There's just so much... I mean, we can just watch all the awesome things that people do and watch the interviews and listen to them break mm. it down. And there's so many Ooh, good actors. Jessica Chastain. Yes. I am like... <gasps> She's gorgeous. Like, if I grow up, if, yeah. I, can, if I can be like, like her. But <laughs> I think I have a lot of respect for women who... They let you get to know a little bit about themselves, but it's not, there's still enough like secrecy and what is the word that I'm looking for? A m- mis- mystery. Mm, mystery. Mis- mystery. Yeah. Oh, see, there's the Afrikaans. <laughs> mystery to them. But then when you see them playing a character, they give everything. Yeah, it's like you, you, you look Davis, into their, like, you look into their woman, soul, but you yeah. don't know anything about them, no. but you can see yeah. inside. Yeah, when they're in the character, like they open up completely and they are just naked and you're like, I see everything, but I still don't know who you are. Yeah, but it's not about you, but it is about you. Yeah, it's such a, such an interesting thing to watch. Yeah, and I I, I have respect for people who who love the process, Mm. who love the etiquette. Just one of those questions where, yes, when you've got a list of people (laughs) and then when you ask me, I'm like, I've gone blank. All of them. (laughs) But Jessica Chastain, Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, Emma Thompson, I'm a huge Emma Thompson, Mm -hmm. Kate Blanchett. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll email you the rest. (laughs) (laughs) I'll add it to the Instagram post. (laughs) Uh, So what is your favorite part of the job? Working. Just the working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but having work. No, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know how to explain it to people who aren't actors, but it's that just going, driving to the work and mm. being on a set and just that, the, the vibe and the mm. feel and the, oh, oh, 
I love the um, how can I say like the athleticism mm. of being an actor on a set and what I mean by that is like if you look at an actor as an athlete yeah there's that drive like you wake up and really focus. early you go to work you have to be fit you have to be strong you have to be awake you have to be well prepared yeah you get there it's like two hours or an hour of makeup it's wigs it's extensions it's scars what it, whatever it yeah. is you're doing go on it's take after take after take and you give everything like i am not one of those actors i don't go oh are we on a wide are you on me what is the shot like we i'm in it and i give what i can and if i i hate this word like if i i then it becomes something different then i try something else yeah but i love i love the actor as an athlete like that i love to work fucking hard yeah (laughs) like that yeah 100 do you know yeah no, I, I, a recently an acting coach said, if you don't end the day feeling like you've just ran a marathon, then yes, you weren't doing it yes. right. And I and love that's that feeling. Don't you love exhausted. coming home and oh. you are so fucking exhausted yeah. that you, you cannot go to sleep because you are too excited yeah. for the next day. But you just think but you're like, <laughs> dead. And then you're like trying to go to sleep and you're so excited to wake up again yeah. and to do it all again. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so that's... I have recently started loving fucking up and mm. making mistakes. Interesting. Yeah. Because then every time I make a mistake or I think I'm fucking something up, I try something new. Yeah. And so I've grown a lot. Um, I love I love working with people. I love getting to know them. I love learning everything yeah. about filmmaking. The community um, of the film Yeah, I love forming is. relationships. I love... I love being a psychological detective. I yeah. love character work. Like I, I'll show you my study now, <laughs> but I've got this whiteboard um, above my desk and like I draw and I, I make notes and I put yep. things up and my husband laughs so much at my files and my <laughs> scripts and the way I like, they're color coded and I've got little like sticky notes and I, I build arcs and I, I I'm like... Yeah, and like that's just for the audition. <laughs> well, even the yeah. Then so the nice. character comes in. Yeah. No, but that's. Uh, I don't know. If I, I love <laughs> the process. Everything. But ultimately, yeah. just I love having work. <laughs> because it means all those other things yeah. as well. Is it? It yeah. means the process. It means the community. Mm. It means the work. It's mm. yeah. That's true. And then conversely, what is the hardest part about what we do? Not having work. Yeah. I think not having work and learning how to build. A resource from where you can draw and maintain self-love and self-worth that is not attached to your work yeah because if you only draw self-worth and self-love from someone else's yes yeah and not your own you are in for a <laughs> very difficult life mm. um i don't i don't want to sound like no, I, you, we all, you, we're all very privileged yeah. you know we've, we've but, but you can't you can't base your your self worth on yeah. every rejection or yeah. every you give you positive. give other people too yeah. much power mm. if 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 you have any knowledge about how the casting process work and how many people have a finger in the pie like yeah. I would be giving some producer in Australia or in Dubai or in the UK or ever whoever has the the big bucks for the project I'm basically giving them license to validate me or not and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm worth so much more. Yeah. So you've got to kind of figure that out for yourself. Mm. The rejection is obviously, I mean, it's it's yeah. really tough because I think what gets me is that you, depending on how much time you have to prepare for an audition, but yeah. I, 
I genuinely always put everything, everything I have into an audition and then you get mm. seen for like five minutes and it's, yep. it's done, you know? And then you have to walk out the room and forget about it. Yeah, that's kind of... That's hard. But you, yeah, I mean, you do, but you don't. No. <laughs> because you care. Like, I, yeah. I don't, when people say, oh, just don't care, I'm like... I, I care. I, yeah, yeah. If I didn't <laughs> yeah. care, then I'd be doing something else. Yeah. Like, but I do get the idea of you've got to walk away and, and let it go you, as you best you to, can. But, yeah. Someone recommended is that if you ever have an audition, always schedule to do something after it, mm. so that you you're not focused and stuck on the audition that mm. you walk out and sit in your car and then mm. start analyzing and freaking mm. out. As you mm. you exit, you get in your car and you go meet your friend for coffee, mm. or you go to the movies, or mm. you then go to an appointment or something, mm. so that you have give yourself something to look forward to after it mm. just so you can't don't wallow in it yeah. no matter what happens yeah yeah and i think mm. the other thing that's quite tricky is managing and maintaining relationships yes because it's a difficult industry to understand from the outside 100 percent. um so that's but just that's more on a personal yeah. level yeah yeah so last random question what is the craziest thing that has happened to you on a film set oh gosh <laughs> I, i've seen <laughs> Oh, oh, I've had some crazy, like, good crazy, and I've had some crazy, like, bad crazy, where things have happened to me where the perpetrators were men, and where mm -hmm. I didn't know what the rules were, and what I was allowed to say no to, mm. so in terms of, like, sexual harassment, I've had some crazy things happen to me when I was younger. Yeah. Which now, of course, I am very vocal about, and I good. will say fuck you yeah. if I have to or um, but likely now I think you know um, production companies are very strict in things terms of that things have changed a lot changed a lot we haven't even touched upon that mm -mm. but that's also actually another podcast so yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'll come back for episode so three so I've had some crazy things happen to me in terms of structures that did not support the well-being mm. of women on a set now um, we've got things like Swift um, yeah yeah South African um, woman film mm. and then good crazy yeah I've, I've got to play some really cool parts yeah some of my favorite things to do is to do um I think they call it I don't know in America like um dailies or no no not not daily like a day player or recurring characters mm. but um I've had some really cool experiences doing um arcs in soapies because you go in and you cause shit yeah. and then you leave <laughs> so that's in terms of character work that's really fun I've, you just mess um, with the whole system of the town and yeah, then you I've got to do some really cool drama characters so character wise that's but I um, the one most crazy thing is we <laughs> I, I worked with rhinos on on trackers Amazing. and of course there's very strict protocol to follow mm -hmm. and you've got your animal wranglers and you've got the the SPCA, not the SPCA, there's a, there's a different name. Basically like a rhino protection yes. unit to see that you're doing everything right. And the moment that the rhino responds, that the, the moment the rhino does not respond well to any situation, like they come in and they're like, wow. out, everyone out now. Amazing. Yeah, so they, they're incredibly strict. But the one scene uh, in Trackers, I was on top of a container in which a male rhino was standing. Of course, I was um, in a harness and I had the stunt guys at the bottom. They had Hit a safety line. Yes. Yeah. And I was supposed to inject the rhino and I'd learned how to do everything. Of course, I wasn't really Actually, good at it, but, but, yeah. but I was on there with the syringe mm -hmm. um, and 
this particular rhino did not respond well to the circumstances oh, that shit. he was put in. And out of nowhere, he started banging his horn <gasps> into the roof of the container whilst I was there. But we didn't expect it. And of course, you don't. That's why you've got all these people looking after you. And I was, Hundreds. I was looked after so well. But that was very scary because I realized even though you've got the, your stunt team there, you've got your double there, you've got all these people that are looking after your safety, your producers, mm. your the animal wrangler, the that, the that, the people from the, um, the sanctuary, that like you are really putting yourself in situations where it doesn't matter how much backup you have, something can go wrong yeah. and you are so exposed. Yeah, no matter how much you plan and protect, there is still... Yeah, but this could happen. Um, so that was crazy, but that was always also a reminder of how thrilling it is, yeah. um, what we do. I've, yeah, I've done some pretty cool things, but I think working, <laughs> I think working with, the, with, the, with the rhinos was definitely a standout for me. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing, man. Mm. Well, I'm going to try to wind it down. Like I said, we, we could talk for yes. hours hours and hours and this has been so fascinating so interesting um so last thing really is if people are looking to find you on the social medias and the such <laughs> or or things like that where can they find you, you i have... have not resigned <laughs> from not social yet. media sometimes <laughs> i think i want to it's always tempting have breaks no, just then. tricks for via tricks for via on facebook instagram i am on Neither. instagram yep and i have a facebook page yeah tricks for via everyone can find you on imdb and stuff I'll oh put, yes i'll put course. links in yeah. in my i'm on linkedin oh i'm on, on LinkedIn. imdb pro yay I'm my showreel good for you <laughs> showreels are amazing it's very cool my agent is apm hey yeah <laughs> if there's any work we're so keen <laughs> so winding it up Thank you so much. Yes. This has been a dream and a joy. Thank you for having me. And I'll see you around Mm. at more casting. Thanks, Trix. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) I really had so much fun getting to know a little bit more about this amazing woman. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what she continues to achieve as an actor, a producer, a writer, and a director in the years to come. Remember to follow Trix on Instagram and Facebook for updates on her career at Trix Vivier. That's at T-R-I-X-V-I-V-I-E-R. As always, thank you to everyone that continues to support and share every episode. And don't forget to reach out for any reason. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Safi Pod. That's T-H-E-S-A-F-I-P-O-D. And if you have any messages, comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like to ask me or get me to answer on the pod, I am only an email away at thesaffypod at gmail.com. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. And I'll catch you next time on The Saffy Pod.